Hey, good evening, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. Tonight, tonight we're going to do the review of The Shy, season three, episode one and two. Um, it's Keisha and myself. Uh, we ask that anybody that wants to uh, be involved in the discussion in the chat, please do. The chat is open. If you want to be part of the show, just let me know and send me your number. And I'll say the link and actually add you into the show if you want to talk about the shot, uh, season one or season two. Um, uh, what's up, Keisha? Nothing. How are you? All right. How's everything? It's going. So it looks I'm like. Trying, wait. Shaka uh, Shakita Keita put on her page talk about people be trying to show their dimples, and I'll never be showing mine. They so awkward, and they like popping in there. <laughs> so let's so let's talk about the shy has some new characters. Let's talk about the new characters and how they introduce a new character. They introduced a new character in season one, as well as season. I mean, it's not season one, episode one, as well as episode two. Episode one, they introduced Jake and Reggie's brother Trent, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk and about his girlfriend. and his girlfriend who happens to be a transsexual. And it's funny, it's funny about that is that you said that after episode one and it actually got confirmed in episode two. <laughs> so, so, and they introduced in episode two, they introduced Lala, who is, yeah. you know, a neighborhood chef, cooks out of the house and all that. So Keisha, how do you feel about episode one and two? Like where, what direction do you think this show is going? Where uh, do you I mean, I, I I I really like Reg, mm -hmm. so I don't feel like they really like wrap that up. I mean, I know that he was shot in the last episode, um, mm -hmm. but they didn't wrap, really wrap that up for me. And also, um, what's the other guy's name? The main one that's always in trouble in real life. Oh, Jason, Jason Brandon, Brandon. Brandon. They are, it's just a funeral. So what happened between him being at the police station and he was going to turn on them to now we're starting at his funeral? So I don't really feel like none of that was wrapped up. And then what happened to Sonny? So Sonny was the one Emmett worked at the restaurant. Yeah, Sonny had heart trouble that one time. Yeah, but then Sonny came back and made Emmett the manager. So what happened to Sonny? And then what happened to Sonny's brother, who was the leader of the gang, who was um, the little boy's father who got killed? Yeah, who was really uh, not Tuki. Tuki is the one that Ronnie killed. Who was really Jason's father. Yes. Like, so, they, you know, they don't wrap that up. I like the show, but I don't feel like they wrap that up good for me. But then again, it could be like a power because power would bring that stuff back in later episodes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Um, I've been watching the show since season one. I actually really, really like the shy. Um, I love the kids in the shy. I love Papa. I love Jake. Uh -huh. I love Kevin. They, they just, they funny. The to kids me. are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. They really make the show to me. And it's and it's amazing to sit there and watch them actually growing up because they get bigger. And actually, mm -hmm. like I took, like we discussed earlier, if you look at the actor who plays Jake, he's done a phenomenal. He does a phenomenal role, and his his facial expressions 
of being uh-huh. detached, being detached, and not showing much emotion is that young kid is uh, has the potential to be a tremendous actor because he really does a good job. But um, when we go to episode, when we go when we go to episode one, and you see that Trent tried to come back and and uh, take Jake away from Dudawa, and they had this like uh, where they pressed up on the OG in the alleyway. Uh-huh. What what do you what do you think about that dynamic and that angle where it's going or him trying to get his brother away from this man who he seems this man is not having his best interest at heart? Well, I mean, I like Luke James as an actor, so I you know, I like that person. I like that per se. Um I but to me, you wouldn't be able to uh, just roll into Chicago like that. You pull up on him like that, and nothing happened to you after. But I mean, you know, I, yeah, I that may not be real enough for me. But I, you know, I think the dynamic should be good. Yeah, I thought it was interest interesting myself. Like this is this is considered the OG in the area. Like how how is he that accessible that you you caught his man slipping? With just a chick, like uh, you know, most most people won't fall for something as easily as that. Um, you know, get to have with your security having your guard down. So I see that they they don't have they didn't bring Jerrica back. They basically didn't even speak about Jerrica. Didn't have Jerrica because even in the uh, the little preview little clips they showed of Brandon's funeral. You didn't even see Jerrica around or even an actress playing like she was. The, the, mother mentioned, the mother mentioned her like, well, you know, that's why his relationship wasn't good. I don't know. I mean, I know that's that's real life issues that they have. And so maybe they couldn't wrap it up any better. Do you, I'm than what they did. Do you think that it was right or good that they killed Brandon's character off, or they could have just brought another actor in because Brandon's character um, was actually a good I character? I don't think I don't think anybody else could have played Brandon though. Like I think that he's a good actor, um, despite whatever his personal shortcomings is. Okay, okay. So what? So 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 let's talk about um, Kevin Kevin's mother and her. Wife or whatever, whatever they want to consider that as the name. They Kevin's wife mother, and fi- wife, wife and wife. They finally got married. So, how do you how do you feel about that dynamic? You see that you see from going to episode one to episode two that uh, she she's more integral in the show. So, what do you think, Keisha? As y'all see, Keisha has a lot going on. <laughs> but anyway, Keisha. When you get a chance, just what do you think about um, and either the people that's watching, what do you guys think about uh, the role that Kevin's mother and her new wife is playing in the show? What do you think about that, Keisha? I mean, I think it's a, it's an honest portrayal, you know, that that does happen, you know, same sex couples. The women already have kids and they get married later on in life. Um, yeah, to, a, to a to a same sex partner, so I mean I don't know. I, the, some of the feedback, uh, some people were a little um, put off. Yeah, um, I was I was a little shocked when they had a sex scene, and you seen that she had a strap on. I mean, 
I believe that was a little over the top. I mean, that was shocking to even see on TV that you actually see seeing her with a strap on and um and they were supposedly allegedly having sex or whatever. So I think I think that was like a, a Lena Lena Waithe is definitely pushing the envelope going into season two. I mean season three. So you know what do you, what do you think about um Dudawa's character, because you know he's running for mayor. What do, what do, you, what do you think this is going? I don't see nothing better. He's a sleaze bucket, and I think that um, that's the part that we should probably touch on. I don't see any good heterosexual male characters. Yes, for some, and you know, it's funny that you you brought that up because we discussed it earlier. Is that you know um, one of the things that we need to be mindful of is that. People always say that the LGBTQ has an agenda and they hate men. And I don't know if they literally hate men or they they just have a disdain for heterosexual men. But you see in this show, and I don't know if that's Lena Waithe's Lena Lena Waith personal thing, is that you they have no positive heterosexual black men on this show. There is not one positive heterosexual black men on the shy. And I think that's disturbing. I think that's scary. I think in this climate, I don't know what point is trying to be proven by this. So what I think it, that that's um what how people feel. I think is representative of how people feel about the black man. Uh, the heterosexual black man, not just her being, <clears throat> you know, a, a gay woman. I just think that, you know, I think Emmett is supposed to be a, a good guy, right? Emmett, you, Emmett has I'm multiple you, kids to, and multiple better baby mothers. Do you think they're trying to make like him, uh, Emmett basically is father following Darnell's footsteps, his father? You think, I think that they're it, saying. That because his father wasn't there for him, he's following in his father's footsteps and doing the same thing. Do you think that in season three they're trying to make Emmett more of a Brandon? Because even his conversation is more like, like in, in episode two, he talking about building a legacy. I'm a king, and it's all this and all that. That wasn't the type of tone or the type of language that Emmett well, spoke the first two seasons. Well, that's true, but I think that Brandon was a mentor was a big brother to Emmett because um, not Jake, not Papa, the other, Kevin. Kevin said to him, you're no Brandon. Brandon wouldn't say nigga. Mm -hmm. So I think they're both growing under the influence of, of Brandon or whatever Brandon was trying to show them. So I don't really have a problem with that, but where who is the representatives of the kids I raised? Good good kids, um, well men. Um, they don't have a whole bunch of baby mothers, they don't have a whole bunch of kids all over the place. They take care of their kids, um, they work or they're in college. Like, where's that representation? Even the sister Keisha is fast. Like, where are it's, she dark skin Keisha. She's a dark skin right, uh, Keisha too. Yeah, you know, but she fast. She fast, right? So where are the normal um, transitions? Yeah, 
Because even, I mean, I guess Papa is one. I guess. I guess. I like Papa, but I don't know. Where's his parents? Yeah, they. I know. I know. In season two, they showed his father. I think one time, and they so, had. So and I. So that's not believable to me. Because if his parents is overly religious, and Kevin got two mothers, and Jake is just a child of the streets, basically, would they really let Papa hang with them? I'm gonna ask you a question. Did you notice that the um, the role that Lala plays when Emmett was talking to her? She said that Brandon wasn't shit. Like, yeah. How does she know Brandon? What's the backdrop on that? Like, what what made like why? Like, I don't know if the writers are mad at Jason Mitchell and now they basically want to kill his image altogether in the show. But like, why would she say he wasn't shit? Like, what did he do? Well, because you don't. I can understand that though, because you don't know what the rumor mill is. Because you know he was down with the gang. Uh. He wasn't, right? Yeah. But the streets is probably saying he was. I just think it's I just think it's interesting and un unfortunately it falls into the same old narrative of um an attack on black heterosexual men. I mean I like I said, I really enjoyed the first two seasons and I'm I'm actually looking at season three with a different lens because of uh, I, you know what? It's not that they're not good guys. Maybe from a different perspective, it's that they're good guys, but they damaged. Well, let me well let me ask you, Keisha, because you said that. Would you, if your son was thirteen or fourteen years old, would you allow him to watch the shy with you? Mm -hmm. What what positive role model is in the shy where you'd be like, son? But you know, I, I, so I don't. I'm saying that always, you do shows. To, to raise your kids because this is something that none of us should do. But if my son was 13 or 14 years old, I'd be like, yo, this show is not reality. Because there are, like you said, it, there are, there's a lot of men out here who's doing, there's a lot of black heterosexual men. Now we know that it, it that is a, the, the LGBTQ, they are our community. We're, we're them and they're us. But it just seems like this is a conservative effort not to put a heterosexual, a black heterosexual man in there that may seem like a good guy. Like at the end of the day, we're rooting for the kids in the shy. We're rooting for Jake. I mean, you you rooting for the kids, but what's the one who homeless now? What's his name? Ronnie. I'm rooting for Ronnie. You're rooting for Ronnie, but Ronnie, look at look at his situation. He's messed up on he drinking. He's homeless. One minute last season, he was suffering from PTSD, like you know the war syndrome or whatever. And it's like, what's what's going on with Ronnie? And even so much in episode two, I was wondering why the um why Kevin's stepmom was so angry at Ronnie when she went to go look for the phone. Like, oh, because they know Ronnie killed. The, um, the but they know he killed, he, he killed Tuki by accident. It wasn't an accident. He did that on purpose. He 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 thought that Tuki had killed Jason because he had that right. chain around his neck. So yeah, they know no, that, that's not what adults do. Yeah, that's that's uh, somebody kill your son. You you, you uh, a man may just go hammer. 
But it's like, why was she so angry with him? Like she said, she know what he about. Like, why would he do something to a girl? Like, at the end of, at the end of the day, Kevin shot him in season two. Kevin shot Ronnie in the stomach in season two. He never tried to get back at Kevin. Kevin shot right. Kevin was scared. He was supposed to shoot Ronnie. But so here's my thing. I I think that we this is a a neighborhood. So they all know each other. So you know how we know the people in our neighborhood. What when somebody get on my nerves, I'll be like, I'm just gonna call a neighbor. I'm gonna have your mother's social security number. So they have the ability to know everything that he's did, right, wrong, and different. So I get that part. Um, so they just mad at Ronnie. And then rumors ruins a lot of stuff. So we don't know what happened. So what so what what happened with Tracy, Jason's mother? Ronnie was Ronnie and her was together for a minute. And then she like she hasn't been she on got too drunk. Much. He, oh. No, he got he got drunk when he was talking to Jada, which we he got drunk when he Tracy is his best friend. They like best friends now. Mm. But at one time, so where's his grandmother? You think they she lost the house? She lo yeah, I was trying to figure that out too. What happened to the grandmother? Yeah, they just it's just like they're not talking about it. And, and I like the grandmother. Yeah, she I was really like the grandmother. She was real. She they it's like they're not talking about that whole police investigation. They're not even showing the cops, even the white cop. Was interesting yeah. in the first two seasons. Uh, you know, no, uh, he's Spanish. He yeah. Puerto Rican or something. Right. He not white. He was. He was. And, he, and his and the baby was coming. Yeah, he was integral in the first two seasons. Like he. Was, and what happened to the black cop and and her and her kid that was locked up and getting beat up in jail? Exactly. Exactly. It's it just but, like you know. It's just the second episode, so you don't know. But I'm 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 just shocked that the storyline is like. They got they got a lot going on, and it's like they all over the place. Um, it's just interesting that, like I said, it's 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 just all over the place. So, what you think about Jada getting her her uh, her, her her boots knocked? Like like as a what you call it? Said um, she got she got she her back knocked out. She a puma. She probably needed it. <laughs> Why? Oh, what's the difference between a puma and a cougar? Same thing. A puma is a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think it's I just think it's too many unanswered questions going on. Like, I mean, you know, that's the first of all, that's reality. You in your mid thirties, forty nine, up to forty nine, like you know, you can still catch a youngin if that's what you want to do. You can date the father that, or the son. That was that wasn't catching a youngin. That was basically she told her how to get oh, a massage with, massage with benefit. Yeah, she caught him because he he basically said, "I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm he giving out happy discount. He yeah. giving out happy endings. I mean, that's not my thing, but if that's what she needed to get her through, I ain't see nothing wrong with it. I think that's reality, though. Like if you're a mother." And you're a single mother, so that means you still might go out or get cute. And you have sons or even nephews, sometimes cousins. They do try to police what you're doing, what you're wearing, who you're talking to, where so you're going. Got, so she got so much going on, she ain't enjoying her life. 
like she said, she just want to take a trip here and there. Like even she did the speed dating thing for a minute, which was interesting, and that didn't. I think she's gonna be with the with this Asian guy. Really? I think so you, I saw that. So yeah. you think they you think they gonna find Jada a boo? She need one. So what? With so now let's talk about our favorite character who we talked about, and we hope that she didn't mess this up because we didn't really. Um, we thought her acting was dull in power. Let's talk about Lala's role. How do you think she did? That wasn't episode? my favorite character. I mean, she played a slut. I don't know if that's who she is. I mean, I don't know. She did all right. I actually, yeah, I actually like Lala as that role. I mean, the last scene before it went off, right before that that little scene with her and Emmett. Because unfortunately, I watched it. I watched episode two four times just to just to get a grasp of what, what I was seeing. The last scene, she kind of got real close within his space and was like, let's get this money. I kind of don't want... When she asked to see his Yeah, penis. that that was crazy. Like, he the neighborhood hoe. He known as the, having the third leg. Right. Right. And, I mean, who's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little that okay. was a little blunt up front. <laughs> that was a little risque. I mean so 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 okay. let, me, let me ask you like that scene she got within his space and was like, let's get this money. You know, I kind of want to see them do extremely well in their business, but him and his baby mother, the, the girl that he lived with, they got the apartment together, they seem really nice together. They seem like a good couple, yo. And she real supportive of him. Even the other baby mother supportive of him. I want him with Keisha, but if you want him with Keisha, mm-hmm. he don't even know Keisha missing right now. No, Where is Keisha? he don't. <laughs> I, I because I feel like him and Keisha are friends. Yeah, you know, you know how I feel about the whole friend thing. Like, if you don't have a friendship, you kind of don't have nothing. Um. But I don't. I I feel like his baby mother is trying to ride for him, and she's cool with his mother. I, that's not something I always recommend. But um, yeah. So it's interesting. I don't want him to start anew with Lala. So yeah, like Lala, her her role is a uh, her role is interesting. Like you know, but. We never talk about that, but at that little age here, like 16 to 21, a lot of guys that I know be messing with older women. So it's not shocking to me. And it ain't just the street ones. It's it's all of them. And even that that may that may lead to like the show that we were supposed to have before. Um with a with it with Younger guys be dealing with older women and their innocence being taken and their youth is being taken. So right. um I'm just trying to figure out like the, the whole thing. Lala had the whole restaurant going on in her house. <coughs> Emmy yeah. killed me when he was like the board of health, like nigga, is you telling? Like what's going on? He might. He but might he, drop it down. But he basically what was what was interesting is that Emmett basically was like, yo, let's get this money, you know. So it's going to be interesting that they're going to be doing this in Sunny's after hours with, you know, using so, his kitchen. Let me tell you of what the LGBT part, TQ part that I 
struggle with. It wasn't the women. The women didn't bother me. So when when Trig and what's his girlfriend named Jasmine? Yeah. They went to a bar. So I'm presuming it's, it was a gay bar or whatever. And um, he was at the bar minding his business, drinking a beer. And another guy um, showed interest. He wasn't nasty or rude to me. And he was like, no, I'm not interested. And the other guy went off. This is mm. what y'all do as trades and blah, 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 blah. Um, now, she wasn't with him at the time. And then Trig went off. Like, I'm not gay. Keep that over there. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but she made him apologize. And I, and I had a problem with that because... You know, through the education and from what I'm hearing, not gay people in my family. I mean, like, you know, the new age gay people from what I'm hearing. It's a spectrum, right? So for his spectrum, he loves this one person who may have been born a male and now is a female. He doesn't consider himself gay. Mm -hmm. He's allowed to have that. I don't feel like he was allowed to have that in that moment. It was like he did something wrong. If someone uh, propositions you or approaches you, you have a right to say no and not be bullied. Like, you know, I got my cousin's son is is a gay male or whatever. He's my cousin. I got a girl cousin. They all the same age. She's gay. It's like six of them the same age. They go out together. All of them are not gay. If they say no, then that's no. It's not fair to accost them because they're not interested. So that scene kind of bothered me because it kind of made him wrong and not the gay male wrong. Because if, if you proposition someone and then they say no, then you back away. You don't push it. His if name that was, makes sense. What his I, pronoun was him and him. him. He and him. him and, he and him. That was his pronoun. So he was a gay man, right? So mm -hmm. now Trig doesn't feel like he's a gay man. He feels like he loves Jasmine. Right? And Jasmine, I don't we don't know if she um had the full surgery or what have you. But you know, the new things that they're saying, if you're trying to get he's allowed to feel that way. Yeah, so I, I felt like you didn't allow him to be who he was. I, it was like, well, why are you in here? And, I, um, I agree with you. That, I, that, whole, that whole scene seemed a little extra. It seemed it seemed dramatized. It seemed like, um, like I said, like Lena Waithe and whoever helped in her write, or if she wrote it herself, is like really trying to push an agenda. And it's like major that scene. Like why? Like you said, why is he blaming? Why did Trick get blamed for how he felt? He actually told told uh, he and him, "I'm not interested." I mean, yeah, but he wasn't rude. He didn't. He didn't call him derogatory names. He didn't. To me, the gay man was aggressive. Exactly, and this and this is something that this is something Keisha. I I always see that, it, and and this is not to try to attack the LGBT community. But this is something that we need to really, really address is that for some reason, it appears that they have this agenda 
to attack heterosexual black men. Now, in this particular brother, Trig, whatever he considers himself, whether he considers himself gay, whether any predicament, like you said, nowadays he's in the spectrum. Allow him to be who he is. And it's like, here it is, someone who knew who he was, who goes by a pronoun, clearly was trying to like bait him into something just because he was having a drink at a gay bar, no matter, regardless of his situation. And it's, it's, it's just odd. And it's really sad that, you know, so many agendas are being put forth in a good show. Like sometimes you want to put like um, the shot, for example, the show, the show's supposed to be about the South side of Chicago. And I'm quite right. sure this goes on in the South Side of Chicago, but I'm quite sure that it's more to it. It's more, it's more depth in, into what's going on because the the people in the LGBT community have never been ostracized by their particular community. Now, if they go outside those communities, that may be something different. But as far as ostracized in those communities, everybody know them. Nobody. I've never seen it. I mean, the community that I came from, I've never seen because of a personal sexual preference where they've been ostracized. I mean, I'm quite sure that it has happened, but that doesn't mean it's the norm. I think for black people, I think that in the Caribbean and Africa, in, uh, I think they're ostracized. Jamaica, I think they're ostracized. And um, in the black community, I, you know, it's names and different stuff. Like, you know, when you get mad, you know, the names come out. But, you know, they use the names also. But I don't feel like um, the things that I'm hearing, like in social media and reading on the paper, it doesn't line up with um, what I dealt with, um, with having gay people. I mean, close gay people in my family. I told you the other day, they got a picture from like 1902. Um, all these white looking people. And one of my mother's, one of my grandmother's, I think it's my grandmother's aunt. She's gay in this picture. So it, you know, it's not new. Um, and I know like talking to my mother and my grandmother when she was here, my mother had like, a guy that was one like one of her best friends and he was really really pretty and he would dress up as a a woman like they lived in Newark where you know those shows were going on where they would all get dressed and be dressed up like a woman or I would hear stories from my father it was some gay guy that he grew up with that could really fight like and you ain't wanted with him so it doesn't really add up to um, what I'm seeing in the media and what I'm seeing as me feeling like an agenda, but it doesn't add up to me in the black community. Yeah, I think that I think that you know we uh, you know June is June is uh, what they consider Gay Pride Month. Um, I, like I said, I think that she was definitely episode two. She was trying to make a point and and and. Like I said, we need to. If you're gonna have this type of show, it there should be there should be uh some some heterosexual men, black men that but what, are good but examples. What were we what were we supposed to take from it? Was we supposed to take this is what happens, or because 
I felt like he should be able to have a drink. Like, I, my first cousin, um, she's gay, right? I love my cousin. If she say, and she DJs, if she say, come where she at, she DJs at locked doors or this, that, and the third, I'm going to come because that's my cousin. Um, but now when someone tries to approach me, I'm going to say I'm not interested. To me, that should be the end of it. I mean, so, even, even if even if even if it's a guy who's checking you out, you go, you might be attracted to him, but you just don't. You want your space. I mean, I've never. Don't get me wrong, and I understand. I don't. I don't go hang out. Only time I come around is when my family is having something, so I may come up in the spot to be with my crew. Mm -hmm. But I but I say that to say that if somebody buys you, if you're sitting there by yourself. And you tell somebody you don't feel like being bothered. For the most part, the person's gonna leave you alone, or they might be like, "Oh, you got an attitude or whatever." But as as mature adults, as we've gotten older, most people just let people have their space. I just thought it was odd that I, because I felt like he he felt like I don't know, just from social media, not so much from the gay people in my family, right? It's almost if they feel like, uh, why were you in my space? Like, that's how I took it. Like, if you mm. ain't down for this, why are you in my space? Mm. Yeah, I just, I thought it was, it was, it was odd. And it kind of, it goes back to that first, that first episode of season three with that sex scene with the strap on. That kind of like, was like, whoa, I, I'm telling you, I think Lena Waithem pushed the envelope like, well, I, I mean, she wants the she wants representation for her type of people. So, I mean, I get it. Because even even with Lena Waif, Lena Waif considers she doesn't consider herself gay. She considers herself, she considers herself queer. What's the difference? I don't I don't know the difference. I I really don't know the difference. But that's what she considers do, herself. Do she? I'm gonna have to look it up. Do. She she doesn't like men. She doesn't look like she like men. No, no. Or is she like Janelle? Like it's this thing that they're attracted to like energy. I think that's pansexual. Like they can fall in love with anybody. It could, you know, it, which is different than bisexual. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, because here, this is what I'm telling you. It's a spectrum. So mm -hmm. with it being a spectrum, like, oh my God, what's that movie that was a true story? It was with Troy Garrity, which is Jane Fonda's son. He was in the barbershops. The white guy in the barbershops. You ever seen Barbershop? I can't remember so, oh, in in barbershop. Barbershop, Yes, the white guy in barbershop, that's Jane Fonda's son. Okay. He played in this movie, which was a true movie. He was in the military and he fell in love she was like a stripper or something, but she was a transsexual. And um, he was from like the Midwest. He didn't consider himself gay, but he loved that person. And then two, um, two people who was in the military with him, they killed him or whatever. So I, I guess it is a, a spectrum like they loved that person, and that was the thing. So he, so from my understanding, this guy did not feel like he was gay, 
he just feel like he see her as a woman and he loves her. Yeah, he just came there to have a drink. And he just came because that's what his girlfriend wanted him to do. So to me, I felt a way because they tried to make him the bad guy in the scene. And that be my problem with like, okay, it's an LGBT agenda. Oh, there's definitely an agenda. I hate to say it. I mean, it's it's obvious. It's obvious, and um, you know, it's it's funny because, like, like I said, where did it, where did it come from, and where did it, where did it start? Because, like, me and you discussed earlier that you know, homosexuality has been part of the black community since we could go, we could remember. I mean, if you know anything about the Harlem Renaissance, you'll know that some of them was gay. Um. If you know anything about uh, civil rights movement, you'll know that James Baldwin was gay. You'll know that Angela Davis was gay. So, but they not were never even that. One of them, the one of them guys with Martin Luther King was gay too. Yeah. And Rand is his name Randall Randolph. Um, I don't know. For me, it's been a part of my life, my whole life. Like I told y'all that my mother got a picture in there from like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. One of them is gay. Um, I can't speak about nobody else's family. My family is you love your family, you know. Yeah. So it's not now, like I I I got a cousin. He a little. She's a little extra, but we love her too. So I, you know, so I don't understand really. Um. I don't identify with what they say when they say it. Yeah, so that's why I mean, like, why, why does, why is it attacked? But we know that you know, the the people from the feminine movement, the feminism movement, we know that it's been attacked on like the traditional family along. Uh, the like, white women who hijacked the movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we know that it's been an attack on the traditional family movement anyway. So much, for, so much so that I even. Uh, Comment in one of the posts that uh, heterosexual relationships are going to get to a point where they're endangered species nowadays. So, yeah, I, just I mean, that- I don't know if if we don't start reading because don't give y'all money to um, Black Lives Matter and they talk about um, they don't support the, the the black family or the traditional black family. That just yeah. don't make sense to me. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. So, wanna... so what do they support? Well, if you look at one one of the things that they um, and you know, I really didn't. I was trying not to go there tonight. I was trying to, but I didn't want to. But um, one of the things that they um, they they kind of transparent because I just think that a lot of times people don't read what they're really about. But they but since they started the organization, they actually have never changed what they've been about. Um. When they when they first started in Ferguson, it was started as grassroots with Darren Sills and a couple others, and then Darren Sills and then broke away, and unfortunately the soldier got killed, and the other guys got killed, and even and even D Ray was part of their organization, but he had it out with the girls. Um, mm-hmm. D Ray actually has a podcast himself. That's pretty. That's doing pretty good. I think I've seen it one time, but anyway. Yes. They're they're anyway, pretty clear. They're pretty clear on their agenda. So it's interesting what they're about and why people, you know, maybe you need to ask what your money is going to. Which a lot of, 
a lot of celebrities have asked about where their money is going to, what is they about, what's their agenda, and also that they, they are um, they're really a political organization as well because they're working they're working exclusively with uh, the Democratic Party. So if you're a Democrat, that may be something that you may want to. Do I mean some people don't like to be told who to vote for? They like to be, you know, they like to have that choice. That's the whole other matter. But you have me doing the kitchen. Yeah. What do you think the episodes is going? What do you think they only got eight left? Like it's only ten. I mean, they're gonna focus on Keisha. But you know, I guess that is Chicago is the Midwest, right? Or no? It is the middle of America. Um, it is the middle. It is the middle of everything that's going on in the country. From but so so you saw that that house in Milwaukee that the black people was at, um, the girls was kidnapped. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a real thing that's going on in Chicago. So and I think that that's uh, um, so I think that part would be interesting. And I think for the community to come together would be good. I would like to see that too. Um, the only, you know, my only thing is if you're gonna tell our stories, like tell them complete. And I know some good men, and and I know some men that may be a little shady, but they still got good in them. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna tell that part, I get it. But let's tell the whole true story. And like that stepmother, my cousin, um, she had uh, a girlfriend for many, 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 many years. If something happened to one of them kids that they raised together, that would be them. So I believe that. You know what I mean? Um, now, the, the scene with Trig and the in the bar, I believe that also, but I feel like it's it was a problem, and and my issue becomes why I felt it was a problem, and why what she was trying to convey were two different things. Mm -hmm. She would to me, I took it as you trying to convey about these men who have sex with men and don't admit that they're gay, or or whatever the case may be, but to me. It was more about, he said, I'm not interested. So he wasn't even in that space. So why did you put him in that box? And then why don't we talk about the gay people who go after? I know gay, I got two little gay nieces, right? One of them, I tell her all the time. Don't talk to no women that like men because you still a girl, your feelings and emotions be all involved. She does it every time. But it's like you purposely going after women who, in some ways, they just looking for a little fun. Mm -hmm. They're going to go back to being with a man. And then there's gay men who go out of their way to be with married men. Mm -hmm. Or men that's living with women and a bunch of kids. Why is that? Yeah, so it's like, like we discussed, it's a lot of layers and it's a lot of places that... Um... She could go and she could go and, and be able to tell the story of LGBTQ lifestyle without making any particular segment of people feel bad or make them look crazy. 
Um, one of the things that I just thought, I, you know, with, 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 with knowing people from the LGBT community and having family members in that community, it's like the guy, the, the pronoun, he and him, was actually ready for war. Like he, he, it's like he purposely was like, I'm a comforter's dude. He's sitting over there having a drink and I'm a rip him because he starts talking about him after he wouldn't um, respond to his advancements, which, which just seemed kind of odd, odd per se to me, but. It seemed, it seemed off-putting, like it didn't belong there. One of, the question, one of the questions in the chat was, how you think these actors and actresses, husbands and wives feel in real life when they see their spouses intimate on film? Can you handle it? Uh, well, Candy, Candy Burris from um, Escape is going to be, she's going to be Dudawa's ex-wife or his wife, estranged wife. And they were supposed to have a sex scene and her husband was not happy. Um, I don't know. I'm not jealous. I'm very confident. I don't know, though, how I would feel about the Luke James scenes. Um, don't kill me. I'm just being honest. Because the, the actress that's playing him is a transgender. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think that it's... it's when you when you're dealing in that type of um art, I think that if you if you have a mate in that art, you gotta you should be understanding. I know that uh, one of the things, and even though I know they had some issues that um Boris and Nicole Parker had that agreement that no matter what role they ever take, it would never be no tongue in the other person's mouth. And that and she I always ain't kiss Lucius or or Forrest Whitaker. She kissed him, but she didn't put her, her tongue in his mouth. Oh. That's what that's their agreement that they had made. I always thought that was interesting that they had they had that agreement. But I'm quite sure. I mean, a lot of a lot of scenes are real. I, I don't real, think everybody they, can handle it. Yeah, I'm quite I, sure. I don't think everybody can handle it. I'm, um, I'm quite sure they can't. You know, listen. My friend be talking too long, and I'll be like, wrap it up. So you know. So, so I'm at, I'm gonna ask you, Sue. Do you do you think they're gonna get into? See, the coming attractions for next week was basically, we gotta find Keisha. Help Kev passing out flyers. I got right. the alert. I got the alert to my channel talking about help Kev find Keisha. Yo, we we going into we going into episode three. They gotta tell us about Brandon, yo. They ain't telling us about Bre listen. I want to know about Reggie. No, I seen Reggie get shot. Reggie got shot by the girl. I seen him get shot, but what happened? Was he in the hospital? He just died. I, I mean, I need to know these things. I saw, I saw Reggie in an interview, and Reggie basically, the actor who's playing Reggie, he said that you know he's from Chicago, and he was talking about mm -hmm. how, Lena, how Lena basically helped him out, and he gave her opportunity that he takes this acting thing serious, and you know, I just thought it was interesting. But yeah, Reggie, like Reggie was Reggie was kind of liked. Like he just was different. He was down with the cause. He 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 was real loyal. His loyalty to Dudu was, and, and and his little set or whatever they call it. I think Reggie was a kid, right? And he had all his responsibility. See, because I thought the mother was just Jake's mother. 
Because mm. I don't know if you remember, somebody sold her some drugs and Reg went off. Yeah. That's Jake's mama. So I thought that they all had the same father, but come to find out. But even that is interesting. If you listen to Trig, it was like he complained. You know, with everything that's going on in the world, I try not to judge people in the in the choices that they make, whether it's work in their life. So his father must have worked for the city and his father complained about something, something that yeah. was happening to us, to black people. And he lost his job and he couldn't recover after that. So that's why I be very select. Like if I call you a coon, damn it, you a raccoon. I be very selective with the things that I say to people because I know that my choice may not be your choice. It's funny that Trey even brought that up because that is a reality. Um, A lot of a lot of people do go through um, depression, um, loss of self worth because of a job or particular not being able to take care of their responsibilities. But I want I want to know why did they just like bring Trig out of nowhere. Like, if you needed Jake to have a big brother, you should have just helped Reggie, you know, change this. Well, I think think what happened was Reg probably was already on his way out. Brandon was the shock. So, you know, they had to have a plot twist. Um... But I did. I, I like Reg. I like Reg. I you know, because he wasn't that old. So anybody who is going to take that responsibility and raise their brother to the to the best of his ability, like that's another problem that we don't understand in our community. Like some of us is giving all we got to the best of their ability. To the best of what they were taught. To the best of what their understanding love is, it's to the best of their ability. And this is why, Keisha, this is why I, 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 I'm telling you, in my personal opinion, that that little actor that plays Jake, he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, he. I he think really, Kevin is doing a good job too, well, though, Kevin, because Kevin, Kevin did, went through a all, lot. They all good. Like it's 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 funny because Papa, I used to just laugh at Papa. But now you've seen them mature. I'm glad that they, they actually threw it in there, how they all got into school together, which was smart because they needed to keep them boys together because they are the show. You see that, you know, Kevin is is probably going to be an integral part because, you see, he don't like to use the N-word. He's positive. Kevin... I just hope that they keep Kevin as Kevin, Kevin. is smart. So here's the thing. And it's funny because it reminds me of my father. All my father's friends was like in the street and drug dealers and everything else. My father was the salutarian of his class. So he was like number two. That's how smart he is. Now, black people stuff. My grandmother told him he had to go to work and not go to college. But the difference between then and now, his friends made sure he stayed on the right path because they were proud of how smart he is. This new generation want to take everybody down with them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's something our generation and the generation 
especially the generation before us, we're going to have to reevaluate some of the choices and decisions we made and what we've done wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, but yeah. that's a conversation for another day. De but definitely. like, um, because we did some things wrong. Um, but the generation before us, yeah, they really did some shit wrong. Well, how you how you feel about the Jerica situation? I feel like because she's integral because she's remember she worked in real once estate. she once she did once they got rid of Brandon they could have brought her back that's what I feel like yes yeah, and true. had her as the grieving girlfriend yeah it, it's interesting that they didn't even show anything I mean they, I you could have got a good she could have got a great actress to play her or anybody that's up and coming but I think she was finished with them I think she was I don't think men understand. Um, when I when as a woman, if I tell you that something inappropriate happens, like off color, it's certain things as a one a woman that you're used to. So, like the jokes, I, I came here with C's, triple D's. Now, I'm I've, I've had the jokes since I was eleven. I know what a joke is and what's something that makes me feel uncomfortable. But Keisha, and let me what? ask you. Let me ask you in that aspect, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because we both watched the show, the mm -hmm. showrunner, the showrunner, as well as Lena Waithe, in regards to Jason Mitchell, were told about him. She told them, and they're, they happen to be women. One happened to be a heterosexual woman, allegedly, and the other one is Lena Waithe. Now, why you women dismiss women? That's what really happened here because. I don't know if they didn't believe her. Not, or... But Quentin, understand this. Not only do women dismiss women, but, and people are probably going to be mad at me when I say this. Every They always attach to black women. Oh, they so strong. They so this. They so that. So it's like people don't believe you when you say, I'm hurt. Or this bothered me, or this was inappropriate. It, and it's and there's no color attached to it. It's just all black women. It's like you're supposed to take as much abuse as you possibly can take. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that even women, even black women, minimize other black women, like um. My best friend, you know, your sister, she has endo. Like, it was older women where she was expressing how she was feeling and all this different. Oh, I don't want to hear about your period. She's not talking about her period. She's talking about her anguish, her her mental, her physical, her ailments, not wanting to get up. But the older woman was like, well, just suck it up and deal with it. So we get it from all sides, even women. Mm. It's just like, just suck it up and deal with it. You know, and you and I had this conversation earlier. It's like black people feel like I got a good life. It doesn't matter if I have to work 20 times harder instead of wanting to even playing field. We shouldn't even be having that conversation or telling each other, Yo, you know, you got to work 20, 20 times harder. 
we shouldn't even be having that conversation. We should just be having a conversation that if you want to be successful in life, everything is there for you. Listen, that's why I say, because it's even some of us who are successful, they really think they got in because of them programs. How sweat? You probably was 15, 20 steps ahead of the next person to you. But your mind, they have, we got PTSD. They got our mind so screwed up that we think them programs, you got in, you did the same work. You probably did better than them. But we we don't need them programs. That's why I say just run me my money. It's I don't a, care. A, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting statement. And maybe one day we could have a show on affirmative action. Has it been beneficial and has it not been beneficial? And, it, you know, not to take it there, we doing a shy review, but that's an interesting statement because a lot of times people feel as though that, like you said, that they did get in based off of a lot of social programs and they may just got in based off their talent alone. But one of the, but one of the one of the one of the statements that somebody said is shaming the victim. Yeah, a lot of times the victim is getting shamed, but in the shy, which was interesting with the showrunner and as well as Lena Waif was, she said that she had, you know, felt sexually harassed by Jason Mitchell twice. And they told her they did nothing. Do you think, Keisha, let me ask you, do you think that they didn't say nothing because they didn't want drama on the show? Like, yo, we got a good thing going right now. Like, please, we don't need this. It's, it's both it's both of them black. Is Lena black and the showrunner black? I don't know if offhand the showrunner's black. I, you know, I think sometimes we have a lot of responsibility to each other. We have a lot of responsibility to each other. So with that responsibility, you don't want, I think that she was trying to protect Jason, Tiffany Boone, and everybody. Because, mm. you know, what do I always say? I try, I know that even in the group, y'all think that I get with people. I try my mm. hardest not to, in a public forum, disrespect Black people. I try my hardest. I mean, they be, and they be coming. So then sometimes I'll be like, Harriet would have left them, I'm going to leave them too. But I try my hardest because it's hard for us to come back from that. So look at Jason Mitchell. His, they just had him, all his clothes and furniture and stuff was on the front of his house. He was evicted. Then he was arrested for drugs. I guess he was running drugs. So since then, his life has been in a tailspin. Don't, don't nobody want that on their heart. Jason, so that's just how Jason, I look at Jason, it. Jason Mitchell going to make a comeback like Robert Downey Jr. going to make a comeback. Shit. I'm pulling for him. Because if anybody uh, could do it as an actor, Robert Downey Jr., uh, I would have never thought that he would have came back from all his issues. But he came back. So we pulling for you, Jason Mitchell. Yeah, I know. Out, Robert Downey Jr. You got two Shit. people in your corner, and I know you got some people that's watching this show in your Quentin. corner. Come on, Jason two. Mitchell. Robert Downey Jr. became he Iron a, Man. He became Iron Man, he, and he turned his do life Do you know away. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. grew up with money? He was going to be all right anyway. 
Yeah, I better put up a GoFundMe for Jason Mitchell. But he, but he was a train wreck. He was on his way up out of here. He could, he wouldn't even come up to screen as he was so high. Listen, let me tell you that Robert Downey Jr. Less than zero. I love that Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. I got, you know, I got an older brother and sister. I know all of them late seventy, early eighties movies. I don't even think people, pe most people that watch Marvel shows understand all the stuff that Robert Downey Jr. been been through in his personal life, and you know, it's it's always good that somebody could turn their life around. Uh, you know. I'm, I'm definitely proud of him, but you know, Robert Downey and that Junior is in that generation above us. Yeah, right. So they was all about the '80s and Studio. What it was it? '57 and Studio and doing lines, Studio whatever, 54. doing doing lines and getting high and smoking weed in college. I mean, in high school, and that's why their kids is running them up. <laughs> We got a little bit of a handle on our kids, but they kids, the thirty, the thirty-two, the thirty-seven-year-olds, they running a damn muck. We we gonna root for Jason Mitchell to make a comeback because Jason Mitchell was on his way. He very good actor, and and you know what's funny, Keisha, about actors, and, and you know you I know need this, to go find me. This might be this might be taking a step further, right? You ever notice how Hollywood, when a person get casted, they get casted for everything. Like Chadwick Boseman right now getting this Joker was Thurgood Marshall, uh, James Brown, you know T'Challa. <laughs> like I mean, I couldn't, I I couldn't get through James Brown. Um, I liked him in Black Panther. Yeah, but I like Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. So. Yeah, me and me and my me and my brothers discussed that yesterday about how these actors even even with Michael B. Jordan you start to see him in a whole bunch of roles. Shout out to his pops who is my guy, Mr. Jordan, Big Mike. But anyway, look, Keisha. So so I think the um the shy needs to um explain to us what's up with Brandon because Brandon was very lovable character. Uh, so here here's my thing. I think that. We people are creative, mm -hmm. right? And so, unfortunately, they only give like one of us a chance at a time, one or two of us a chance. I don't know if that's fortunately or unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just want her to write from a perspective, from a black perspective. And if you write from a black perspective, that should include. Everything, including LGBT. So I want represent representation for all of us. I want to see um, role models throughout, um, like a black family or a black experience. Yeah. Because you're talking about the heterosexual male, but which woman in the show is really? doing good or, mm. or 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 as a role model like a black woman which was the the cop was confused mm. um her son not i'm not blaming her for her son is in jail because we all make choices in life but you know what like somebody you, in the chat keisha like somebody in the chat said we need answers us shy fans <laughs> we need 
answers. It's too many untold storylines where they going all over the place. Like, yo, like my brother yeah, said to me yesterday, where's Tracy? Tracy's not bad on the eye. Where is she at? Is that the only reason y'all want her back? I'm just saying, Tra Tracy is not bad on the eye. Where is she at? Now her and Ronnie best friends. Yeah, they like best friends. But but think about it. I mean, the grandmother was a grandmother, so we don't really got her backstory. But all we know is that she knew who Ronnie's father was, and she kept him away from him. Right. But even but Keisha, even what you call Jada ain't bad on the eye. Jada was showing all her thickness in that scene. No, Jada got a bad body. She 38, 39. Yeah, she she in my Why do you era. keep saying that? Even M she might be a little older than that. You keep saying 38. Oh, no, 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 no. She said that in the first episode, how old she was. And and season three, episode one, when the older guy was trying to dance with her, she told him how old she was. So, but I say that to say Jada's self-esteem low. She ain't no damn role model. But she even she even was trying to give Darnell a little bit piece of the pie. But even she, Darnell, gave, she done gave Darnell a piece of the pie. He, Don't you ever think that she ain't gave Darnell a piece even, of the pie? But the funniest thing, right? Yo, the funniest thing, right, Keisha? Before, like, like working where I work at Keisha, right? I used to wear ear. I used to wear earpiece for like two mm -hmm. three years, and then I started wearing the headphones like I got on now for work. But what's funny, right? Is Darnell got that old head earpiece in his ear all the time, yo? And that's just how it be. Them old jokers come through. But how through old is piece. Darnell? I think Darnell is our age. He's too corny Dar to be our age. <laughs> I, yeah. think, I, I think Darnell is like our age. So, okay, so Jerrica could have been, you know, somebody positive or doing well. But, like, I want to see. Um. So, but are they saying that's not what's in Chicago? I don't believe that. But let me let me let me, ask you, let me ask you two questions. One question is, um, Brandon's mother, Sonia John. They got her. They got her playing. Uh, you know, she she lost to her I son. She lost to her sons. She drinks. I'm not going to go there because I I had an aunt that when my cousin got killed, my aunt my aunt. You know, she found religion. Which was great, but I don't never want to talk about how it affects a parent losing a child. Oh my God, we talked about this the other day because I helped my my sister; her cousin had passed away. So um, I'm sharing. You guys might not know. In '93, my cousin um, passed away. It it was detrimental to my family, and my aunt, her son is in his 30s. My aunt is still not over it. I think the worst thing in the world, you know your children are supposed to bury you, right? You know that. But it's very difficult to deal with burying your own child. So, you know, she, I, the Sonia character, I feel like she was screwed up already. Um, but if she a full-blown drunk, I kind of understand it because she done buried both her child, both her children. I don't know how people deal with that. Well, 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 Keisha, you know, just because you're the dark skinned version of your cousin that passed away, may she rest in peace. Everybody always tell you, y'all, y'all looked at just alike. You just happened to be dark skinned and she was light skinned, you know. 
She was one Mm-mm. of the high yellow girls back in the they day. They say they tell Faisa that she looked like her. No, no but anyway, no, go ahead. No, let me ask you, um, Brandon's mother, even her boyfriend. What's up with dude? Like he got her to sell a house. He sit there and eat He's and drink user. beer all day. Like that's He's what I mean. User. Like yo, where's the He's positive dude? We don't have a one, but that's what I mean. So we don't have no positive black. Or women or men, really, except the kids. The three boys is the most positive. And I'm going to give Emmett a pass, too. Because, now, I hate to say this. I'm a, I'm a single mother with a child. I kind of let this child get away with stuff that I probably shouldn't have. Right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just been me until I want to punch him. So I understand that concept um, of how much she loves her son and wanted him to do the right thing. So it's a reality-based thing. Because if my son um, brings some kids in here, he he in here too. He on the other side. He this, look, Keisha, this one. No, this wait, one. wait, wait. I'm not babysitting. My son is 20, a junior in college. I'm not babysitting. I don't even like kids. I don't even know how he got here. So I understand Jada's plight, but to me, Jada got a low self-esteem. Like Emmett is grown hand in the house. You're supposed to be out. Ain't no jazz clubs. Keisha, this why this why I love our chat because somebody just said it is a heterosexual man, positive heterosexual man in the show that we know. Sonny. Oh time. You don't have to see Sonny. Yeah, but he positive, he hardworking. The brother Q was his brother. He wasn't in the street. He was, Sonny was trying to do him. And even with Q, like, they just took him out the show. Like, this Q is- wasn't positive. I'm going to go with Sonny, but where the yeah. hell is Sonny? Yeah, where like, is Sonny? at least they know he's still on the show because Emmett was his manager and now they're using his restaurant. You know, hopefully they're going to buy Sonny out. But well, Sonny okay. Knows- I, wait, ask the, whoever posted that, but what about a positive black woman? If 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 Sonny don't continue, we don't have one. And I like Sonny, but if yeah. he don't continue going for Some, somebody, in the chat, somebody in the chat said, are we, are we going to talk about Lala's character? We talked about Lala's character. We think Lala she did a whore. She's not Quentin a whore. Thinks- Quentin thinks Lala did her thing. I feel like no, that character think, is a whore. I think like, that why Lala. do who who asks a person? Oh, let me see the third leg. You a whore with the W? Like who did who does she want, that? She wanted to see that thing. No, she wanted to see that thing. She didn't know. Now he, he obviously, like you said, he talked to her earlier. She act like she ain't know. She wanted to see the thing. But my thing was. I don't want them to bring them two into having a sexual a sexual relationship a relationship. Um you know, my, my biggest thing with Lala is I think she did a good job. I don't, you know, the power thing is what gets me. And Keisha Froze. I mean, I'm I'm here. Right. I think she did better than um Keisha on power. Yeah. yeah, she need she she took some acting lessons during the hiatus. Yeah, I would I would really like to see like 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 Emmett sold her. Them. Emmett sold her on the dream, and at the end he she basically said, 
you know, got within his space and was like, let's get this money. So I hope that they write in the script that they um, are successful business owner partners and they don't have to have them having, you know, showing everything. But as they say, Keisha, you know what they say about shows, sex sells. So they're definitely going they definitely going to probably have a sex scene between them, too. Listen, I I don't I don't I mean I don't mind the sex. Like I said, I didn't mind the two women with the strap on. Strap on. Um, I don't. I mean I don't. It is what it is. It's it's real. So hold up, you didn't mind the women with the two the strap on. The strap on didn't take you back. You saw that on TV before. I I never saw seen it on TV before. You know I'm not into girls, but. You don't have to be in the girls to see that on TV. These TV shows are graphic nowadays, but I just was shocked to see it on TV. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, she's trying to get her representation. That didn't really bother me. I knew what it was. Yeah, the person I said that, that, that we talked about Lala, they came in, they came in the chat late. Yeah, we, we talked about Lala's character. I forgot her name. She, I just know she's Where's a cook. Chastity? I know she had some stuff to say. She in the chat? Chastity's not in the chat. Yeah, well, listen, I'm I'm okay with it so far. Uh, it's a lot of holes, though. Somebody said you really didn't see anything. Who didn't see anything? I saw the strap one. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, they talking about that. <laughs> oh, Chastity says she is here, yo. Okay, she what's her here. thoughts? Well, yeah, Chastity, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts, cause uh, you know, I know that you was chopping at the bit to uh to to, to get involved. In uh, yeah, so like you know. Oh, what I, about what about I, what about Lena Waif writing the character for herself? She's gonna be like a community activist or somebody that's running for mayor. They showed in the previews. What do you think about that? They better learn from Spike. Mm. It's mm. cheaper to write yourself in and figure it out. Shit, you better learn. I know um, that common. I know that common has that recurring role, and I probably. I don't think they. I wanna, didn't like Common's role. Yeah, he seemed. I didn't like it. He didn't seem. Don't get me wrong. I I, I get the role being 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 Muslim, but um, I think that the role was wasn't too warming to Ronnie. He basically talked about like in the first season. I think it was more about redemption and all this stuff. But he, he didn't seem too welcoming. Like he seemed very harsh. You know, and I and he I needed to be he needed to be on um for life to me. The role Common was playing was more a for life role, not hold on, Keisha. Keep talking. It was more a for life role, not this show's role. But I don't know. I didn't he I wasn't welcoming to him. He didn't Grab me in. I don't know. I don't even know if I feel like Common is a good actor. So I don't know. But like I said, I like the kids. I definitely like the kids. I definitely like Papa. I would like to see more of Papa's background because we know um, Jake's background. Um, we don't know who his father is, but we know Jake's background and we know Kevin's background and his father recently. I think his father died last season. So I would like to know more about Papa. Um, so we're going to see what she got in store for us. She need to 
she need to hire Kay Brown. That's what I feel like. Maybe I'll write her tomorrow while I'm at work. I know somebody said they was just calling in. Call back. I mean, I couldn't get to my couldn't get to the line fast enough because it wasn't actually in front of the computer. But whoever just tried to call into the show, call back, and um, we can hear your thoughts. I mean, we you're more than welcome to be a part of the show. I just actually tried to call a number back, but call right back, um, and I'll be able to get get to your call as soon as I can. But yeah, I I, I do think I do I do like the um the kids' roles in the show. I do think the kids. You know, like the kids on the show, they lovable and they personable. Um, even, even, even the girl that like Kevin, little Maisha, she got a baby already. Like that, that just threw me off. That just threw me off. My the big girl got a yeah, baby. Yes, she got a baby. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. Which episode is that? Now I'm gonna that have was, to go watch that it. Was season, that was season two. Remember when Kevin went to the house? Hold on, Keisha. Oh, I thought she was watching the her little sisters and brothers. I can't hear you if you're talking. Uh, are you talking? We can't hear you, sir. Oh, one second. You're 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 on the show. You're on the show. We can hear you. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I, so I, I I can't see it anymore because I, I didn't want the echo in the background. But I have so much to say on the side. You know that, that I, I love this show. See, wait, wait. Can you hear her, Keisha? Uh, Keisha can hear you. You're on the air. Yeah, yeah, we talked about the girlfriend. Oh, we talked about it. So, wait, but from the beginning, did everybody know that that she was that she wasn't, you know, completely uh, a female? Keisha knew no, after Keisha knew after episode one that that was a male because Keisha said to me, "That's a male, Q," and I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> Keisha was like, "Yo, that's a male." Yeah, yeah. So no, I had a lot of suspicions about it, but it The thing, the, the thing that we, the thing that we had discussed probably before you was before you yeah. started watching was that you know unfortunately and and I don't know and I don't want to accuse Lena Waif of having an agenda, but it appear it appears that it's falling in line with the LGBTQ agenda of not LGBTQ LGBTQ of not having any uh positive 
heterosexual black men in, in other shows. It's like all of the guys, even Ronnie to an extent, all of the guys, for lack of better words, ain't shit on the show. Like it's no positive men in the show. That was that was uh, episode one. They was they. It was steamy. It was steamy. I think that as a man, you have an issue with it, but I don't think. About dark skin Keisha, it's always the dark skin Keishas that do this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, and, and what did Keisha, what's Keisha's take on it? Keisha, what's your take? Can you hear her? If, if you, you won't be able to, Keisha can hear you, but you won't be able to hear Keisha. Okay, all right, all right. But my take on Keisha, I mean, I think that it's a lot of missing women. Um, well, my take is because I, I know I have a family member that went missing. And, um, you know, was killed by like a serial killer in Newark. So I know that this is an epidemic in the in the black community. So for me, and I say this to Quentin all the time, the, the, the black and brown community where I include the Puerto Ricans, not so mm. much the Dominicans, but I definitely include the Puerto Ricans. Because I grew up in a time and an era that we were all the same. Like my aunt Lois, which is KK's aunt, she'd be like, they ain't nothing but some foreign talking niggas. So this whole thing of now a separation is new. So um, I feel like somebody grabbed her. And that's why I talked about Milwaukee. It's a lot of people being sold into like sex slaves or whatever the case may be. Um, it's a lot of people that run away from home and then a pimp picks them up. 
I just I sent, I sent you the link, okay? Yeah, I sent to the link. She's probably gonna join. But it's, it's it's a lot of um like sex slaves and different things, especially in Atlanta. But you know, to me, when I, when people tell me about Chicago, Chicago is popping. Chicago is not like you know it's a thousand people that was killed today. So it just makes me wonder, like, was she, um, because she was provocatively dressed in that episode. So did a, a sex sex trafficker or somebody pick her up? Yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to know, like, why why did Kevin assume this was her boyfriend named Norm? His name was his name Normal. Nook, or I thought, no, I thought no, it was Nook. <laughs> I don't know why Kevin assumed that she might have been there. I don't know what. what because she think. was fast. Because she was fast. She was fast. To me. But, but even even with the even with even with the nook, where did his character come in at? I mean, he was they was she was messing with the track coach until he got beat up. But like, where did this new character come in to just have Keisha all mesmerized and then make Kevin think that Keisha's at that Keisha's there. I mean, because that's what the uh, I think because that's what the girlfriend said. The girlfriend and Kevin mind going know more than her little brother. I would think. Chassie, what you think? I don't. So I'm trying to catch up to the question. So I honestly, okay. So Keisha is she's going to college. That's what she wants to do, right? So I think whoever this nook is, or the track coach, or the whoever this is. And look, I'm not uh, I'm not judging her fast, slow, in between. That's just something to do right now for the moment. You get, get she's got an itch and he's scratching it. That's it. So my concern is that something happened to her because what the mother said is true. The mother said, Keisha, she'll do any, she'll go out, she'll hang out, she'll do this, but she'll go to school. And she wasn't in school. So that's where I know where I think that something happened to her and it wasn't no Nick Nook or, or those people that did it. <laughs> Chastity, you you kind of fading. Maybe because okay. you might you might not be close to your, your modem. Okay, let me go. So, I heard her though. I heard what she said. Yeah, I she, agree with she's what right she said. that Keisha that Keisha always did have that book bag. Because right. Keisha is, is smart. Like you know how many girls I'm, I'm just gonna say in the hood who um, you know, you want a little adventure, but you're still smart and you handle your business. Like that's a reality of life. So, so Keisha, let me ask you: Why do you smile when we talk about dark skin Keisha? Mm, I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like because the way, but reality is, it's two Keishas in our area. And you know, and I am dark skinned Keisha, and she's very light. Yeah. So I'm dark skinned Keisha. She's light skinned Keisha. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Okay. So, so Chastity, we 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 basically before you joined the show or before you started watching, we basically had touched on everything. We just trying to figure out where they're gonna go with this stuff. Like, um, you know, what are they gonna do with the the, the branding? They're gonna explain to us because we want to know. How Brandon got killed. We want to know what happened. Did he get killed? Did he go to witness protection? Because you could take that a whole different places. And it's just like they they didn't show Jerrica. They killed Brandon off the show. No more food truck. Emmett don't know how to cook. 
Now he got Lala as his cook. I mean, it's it's all over the place, and it's like we just want some answers. I yes, I I, I hear you on that. I'm big mad that the Brandon and Jerrica storyline no longer exists. I'm big mad at that. Yeah, they were they were they were easy to root for coming from two different yeah. coming from two different backgrounds, but they really loved each other. And she was um she had got upset because he had took the money from Duduwa. He just needed a little bit of help and he didn't have uh he didn't have faith that everything was gonna work out from the struggle. So yeah. it, you're right, it's 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 kinda crazy that that good beautiful storyline no longer exists. But, like, I mean... Yeah, because it was a good storyline. Like Keisha said, Keisha wants Keisha wants Emmett to be with Keisha. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I get it for him to be with one of his kids' mother, you know, but I just feel like him and Keisha have more of a, a connection. More of a friendship, I, more of a longevity for a relationship to prosper and last. I think what they're trying to portray when they write Keisha is mm-hmm. that successful that, that successful student that went out there, went to school, did their thing, got a scholarship, and left. And then what I do like about her character is that once again, she's not perfect. She's still out there doing her thing on her side, but and she's leaving. So and he even says it. He's like, I don't want you to stay here and just get knocked up by one of these fools. Go out there and do it. So that's yeah. what I think. And another thing, though, that I wanted to ask you guys. So I was a big Wire fan. Did you guys watch The Wire also? Yeah. I, I, the Wire did it for me. I loved all of it. I really did. And so, now, and when I watch The Shy, it's reminiscent of The Wire to me. It has it has it has a lot of the um the over the overtones of the wire. It it it, sp- yeah. it definitely speaks about uh, things within the culture that maybe a lot of people don't know unless you unless yes. you've actually lived. And it shows how in a big city, each area in a big city is 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 a city within a city. Um, even to the point where Trig was like. I can't go over there. That's a whole different gang. They might blow my head off. Like he was kind of like, you know, he even stepped to Doodle Wild, which was interesting with no problem. But he was scared to go over there to help Kevin because that was a different sort of say hood as the as the young people would say. Well, you know, that makes sense to me though. You do different things for your family or for who you feel like you align to. Like, I'll go to war for mine. Now, somebody I see on TV might be a little bit different. So I get I get it. I, I did I did love I did love that scene where um Trig and they was in the car and Trig was like, I don't know that nigga. And and Kevin was like, Kevin raised up and was like, and don't call me no nigga. I thought that was a nice scene, you know. Like, like I said, wait, 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 that's the next episode. You on the uh, you on no, the how that's many not episodes? The next episode. That's the episode in the car where he asking for help, and he got Jake and them in the back seat, and he says, "So to you him, saw all that on the preview because that I, that didn't happen in episode I, three. See, hey, I don't at know, season I, three, episode two, I, are you I on might, three? I, I told you I saw it four times. I might be I might be seeing things." Now I'm gonna have to go watch another episode. 
I'm, I'm keep watching it. So I have a, a question for you guys also. Um, did you are you guys watching Hightstown, Keisha? We, no? we, she, I haven't watched it. I want to because I like that girl that was on Chicago Fire. Okay. We're gonna do a high time so, review. We're gonna do a high time review right. at the end of their season. All right, okay, but I just want to give you a question. Uh, and being that you saw the wire also, I was a big Omar fan and still am. Mm -hmm. I love everything that had to do with Omar. And right. in my head, remember Omar, his thing was that you know, you never hurt the working man, right? Mm -hmm. If you in the game, you 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 about the game. But you never right. got to live by a code, right? Mm -hmm. And then Hightown came out with uh, Osito. Did you see the last episode? Yeah. Um, uh, Quentin? Yeah. And with, oh, do you know what Osito means in Spanish? No. Bear. <laughs> a little bear. A little bear. Osito is a little bear. So that so that's his name. But anyway, but when I was watching Hightown, and I don't want to get too into it, and, and whatever he does, he kept saying... You know, he does what he does, and then he says, a man got to live by a code. If he don't live by a code, then it's not right. And when he was in there, when he was doing that in Hightown, all I thought about was Omar and The Wire. Well, that 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 is, like Keisha was explaining earlier, that is reminiscent of how um, the older gentlemen used to used to move, and how men of a we certain don't have age no are supposed to no move. More. Is that it was always a code, even if you was a, into the street or whatever, you always protected your friends and quote unquote civilians that wasn't in the street, and yeah. and they were quote unquote off limits. And it's good that they try to show that in these movies to get people to understand that in in our culture and in any culture. Everybody's gonna have what we would consider a, a underworld uh, climate. That yeah. they're supposed to. That the underworld climate has certain codes that they live by. Now, a person that's not from the underworld may say that those codes are false, and those codes ain't valid. But a person that's in the underworld will say that these these are codes that they live by. No matter what, these codes will be protected. And it's, it's, it's the, codes, the codes are not um, flawed. If the people are flawed, the codes are not invalid. It's the it's the new people, uh, it's, and it's not our generation. It's the generation before us. They didn't raise them to babies. Are you, are you my generation? I don't know how old you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm your generation. Oh, all right. Well, it, it's, it's, it's the pill babies before us. <laughs> I don't even know if it's necessarily um, a, a street culture because it's like this to me. Ready? I have a sister. I can't stand my sister. Uh, they, they, I can't even tell you how many words I got for this girl. But at the end of the day, you can't talk about my sister to me. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it, it's, it's a family code. I can talk about mm -hmm. my sister all I want. And right. people don't even know that I have a sister. That's how much we don't rock with each other. But at the end of the day, you can't come up to me talking about her. Mm -hmm. So it's that same mentality, you know, where you have to live by something. But I, I get what you're saying, Keisha. I feel that our, this this younger generation, they are a very... um. They they feel that we owe uh, selfish we owe it to them. Like my kids, like I have a twenty six year old, I have a twenty year old. They think that they just get to live here for free and not do right. Anything. Like this, this, this generation, be easy. 
they got people like Kevin, Papa, and Jake. Those kids are special in the shy. Yeah, yeah they are. Like Lena can't listen. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I can't. I can, I'm. I, I'll always watch me and the shy gonna rock together. I'm gonna rock with the shy. But say. she can't mess with those kids' characters, yo. Those kids no, are like, yo. Wait, what about when they were talking about sex and the little fat boy? What's that? Who's that? Papa? Leave, leave Papa, Papa alone. Papa. When he broke it down, he was like, you know that you're going to have to live with her soul forever. I was like, wow. How old are you? But, well, see, I think that they had Papa say it because Papa has a religious background. Yeah. Everybody, but, uh, you everybody know, likes Papa. Papa is adorable. But where is his people? Where is his people? Chaser, you know that. Come on. Listen, I'm going to ask people in the chat, and I'm going to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. His father calls him by his real name. Can y'all tell me Papa's real name? No, I can't. What is yeah, it? I forgot it. I remember his father called Quentin. him by the name. Quentin. What you I got seven children. I hardly remember their name. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember Papa's real name, but his father said it in the episode of season two, and I heard it and I started laughing. But his father will not call him Papa, so we got to figure out Papa's real name. I don't even want to look it up. I'm about to look it up. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Anybody in the chat know Papa's real name before before Kishi find it? I don't know it. It might not come up, Keisha. I'm telling you, y'all. I know. That's funny, y'all. So, yeah, I hope that Lena doesn't mess up the kids' characters and, 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 and keeps them as pure, as pure to the show as possible. Um, Because they are adorable. They are what they are in the show, seeing what they're going through. And they, it's glad that, you know, in spite of... um. The character that Doodle Wild plays, he got the little kids all working in the pizza shop. Yeah, cause he, you know, why he ain't stupid? He knows they're the future. That's true. He knows they're the future. Keisha, did you find it? I'm still looking. Did y'all hear me say that's true? Yeah, yeah he knows the kids are the future. They are. Them they're kids the future. Is, yeah. That's what it is. That's I need somebody to find out who Papa's name is. Anybody in the chat, find out Papa's name on the show. Because his father called him by his name. I'm going to watch never, it later tonight, and I'll he, text you and Keisha. Because uh, I, I, that's what I do. I watch he, the shows. He never said he. his son don't call him Papa. And actually, I think the school teacher might have said his name, too. Because um, the school teacher don't call him by Papa, neither. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. Let me see. You know, this is what I do for a living research. <laughs> Let's see yeah. if I can find it. Find his real name. It'll come up as Shaman Brown Jr. Uh, yeah, that's, that's his like real it. name, but that's no, not that's his real name on the, the show. That's the actor. Yeah. Yeah. But nah, the, I, I like the shot. I think they they got it going on, and I just I just hope that they keep writing. Oh, how about when they did that speed dating with Jada? Oh, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. She, she said she me. Jada says she don't me. like cats, yo. She doesn't like what? Cats. 
Oh my God. Quit. I don't like cats either, but Quentin, his real name is Stanley. That is See, it. There it is. It is, that is Stanley. It. Yo, you found it, it Yo, you found it. I told you I do research for a living. No, you found it, Joe, because Keisha, <laughs> the, his school teacher called him that. He was like, Jake, Kevin, Stanley, come here. Yo, that's it, Joe, Stanley. Yo. <laughs> Stanley. I do research for a living. Oh, and the Puerto Rican cop. Is not on there no more. Oh, they, they took him off the show. At, because on Wikipedia, it says season one and two. But I like him. Yeah, yeah, it's odd. They took him out because, remember, he had he had did the investigation on the police with the guns. Yeah. Did the Ronnie oh. investigation. He was really into uh, Tuki as well. Keisha dropped for a second. And um, okay. that's interesting. Keisha phone, yeah. Keisha phone might have died, but... um. Because she was what, looking up what, Stanley's name. What 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 else, um, Chastity, that you 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 wanted to talk about from season from the first two episodes so far? No, so I what I was gonna talk about was Jada at that speed dating. I completely felt her because she's out there talking about, well, I'm a grandmother and I hate cats. And where where are you from? What part of Asia are you from? And just asking all these awkward wrong questions. <laughs> Dumb questions. I love that would be me. I have uh, seven kids, four baby daddies, a dog, a cat, like you know, and, and then I won't be expecting a date. Like, <laughs> but but see, I think I think I think I think that might have been like a real scenario because a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times, women of a certain age will put all their cards on the table and be like, "Look, this is what I'm working with. Either you're yep. gonna accept me for what I'm working with, or don't accept me at all." I mean, I think it's a real scenario, but I I don't know. She's just so uptight. I wasn't uptight at that age, but I don't want to be a judger. No, how about when she asked the Asian guy, so so where are you from? And he goes, Lincoln Park. And then she goes, no, but okay, so then where are your parents from? And she's like... He goes, say, Park. Lincoln, Park. Lincoln Park. But I think I saw an episode where they're the couple that get together. Oh, the mm. Asian I'm, and her. I'm a look, yeah, I'm going to look again. Y'all going to make me watch this episode again her. tonight. I'm not hating. I don't hate on that. I mean, they got melanin in, in, in them also. I think that's a good match. They're a mixture, right? Mm-hmm. They're so a look, mixture of a lot of things. That's a good match. I want to see where this Keisha storyline is going. Um, I I hope I don't know. Something tells me she's not coming back. You don't think so? They gonna kill somebody else? If they kill the dark skin Keisha, I'm gonna stop watching. No, you know why? Because I think that she got uh, she's on another show. Oh, okay. I think she's already on another show, so I could be wrong. But I think that I think they killed her off. But I'm, I'm hoping not. Yeah, somebody somebody also said in the chat that Papa's name is Stanley, but I appreciate that. Like I told y'all. Nobody call him Stanley except the school teacher and his father. Everybody else say Papa, yo. Oh, I still can't believe that time he came out with the Biggie song and he had the hat on with the cane. <laughs> oh, Papa had me in tears that episode. I love that. I, I like Papa. I do. I love the show entirely, completely. I love the writing. Um, it makes me want to go to Chicago. One of the things that, as kids that they made me, the, the episode that I really like, not just the episode, but the part where they was trying to sell candy, I think that that's every little kid's little hustle. 
they always think about trying to make money like when they in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, like, yo, I yeah. can sell candy in school. Some of them might eat all the candy and eat all their profits and got to get on their feet by Monday. But I think that every kid uh, probably tried to sell candy once or twice in their lifetime growing up. Yep, I believe that. Keisha, didn't you work in the bank in high school? Yes. You worked at the yeah. bank at the school, right? No. Kashia worked at the bank at the at the school, but I worked at Union. Me and KK and Vicky worked at Union Center right after we graduated. And what bank what bank was in the school when we was in school? Union Center. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Whatever yeah. whatever it's called now, it's got a new name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, it got a new name. So we're going to wrap the show up because we're a little bit under two hours for, for a two-hour show. So I don't know. We might have another um, show next week, or we could do it every after every two episodes. It's up to you guys um, when y'all think we could do it. I know Chast Chastity is like uh, me and you, Keisha, that she'd be so excited after she watched the episode. She'd be wanting to <laughs> conversate then, like, yo, what do you think? So, I do. Well, I watch it on Saturday. Now, this Saturday, I can't confirm that I'm going to watch it because I'm not going to be in Jersey, but I watch it midnight. You know how power comes yeah. on? Yep. They, yep. they put the new episodes up, so I watch it. Yeah. Now, yeah, so this we'll week... I can't confirm that, but next week going forward, I watch it early. Yeah, so yeah, so watch, so we'll I try to. We'll try we'll try we'll try to do a show because I I myself I watch it usually um, Sunday morning. I try to watch it because mm -hmm. I don't I don't work on Sundays anymore, so uh, I try to watch it. But I don't want to have a show, and then we we talking about it and we got all the spoiler alerts. So. Uh, for Sunday, so I, we're gonna try to do it Monday. We definitely gonna do a High Town review at the end of the season, so we can try to get everybody to watch High Town because High Town is High really Town is a good show. It's good. It's it's it's, it's 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 a good show. Good storyline. Um, um, it's relevant to what's going on in that particular area of the country. Um. You know, so we we definitely want to discuss that. Do I have any final thoughts, uh, Chastity and Keisha? I'm gonna watch it Sunday like 500 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again tonight because I feel like I missed something I'm talking to you guys. Um, with that, we're gonna close the show, and I'm gonna just say that. Woo! I didn't mind seeing Jada's body. That's all I'm gonna say. With that, we're going to close the show. And everybody have a blessed night. Good night.